MSW Media. Hey friends, before we get to 3 Minute Bartender, I want to let you know that we've redesigned What We're Drinking's YouTube channel. We'll be posting lots of never-before-seen footage from interviews with A-list celebrities and bar stars alike, so please, please, please... Take a second, check out the new look channel, and subscribe. That's right, subscribe. Go to YouTube and search for What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Your support means the world to us, and I thank you in advance for being so cool and subscribing. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? We're all busy, and that's why sometimes you want a good drink and you want it fast. So strap in and hold on tight, friends. This is the 3 Minute Bartender. You're a liar, man. Oh, I'm You're a liar. You're a two-faced friend, oh, yeah. backstabbing I'm a liar. liar. I'm just realizing yeah. this now. Is that right? I'm just seeing oh, it. It's all coming Christmas. Oh, yeah. And really? Yeah. Okay. You're a liar. I'm the guy. How does that feel? Who goes around telling people that my grandfather invented the cop salad. That's true. That's me who does that? Yes, that's true. The cop salad, my friend, yeah. was invented in 1937 by Bob Cobb at the Brown Derby. Derby. Oh, shit. That's Clearly, Cliff Cobb does not agree with Larry David that the Cobb salad was invented at the Brown Derby. And guess what? That salad isn't the only creation of controversial provenance tied to the legendary Hollywood diner. I'm talking about the Brown Derby cocktail. In his seminal 2002 tome, The Craft of the Cocktail, my dear friend and bartending legend Dale DeGroff asserts that the Brown Derby was created in the 1930s at the Vendome Club in Los Angeles. It was named after a hat-shaped diner located nearby at 6666 Sunset Boulevard. Speaking of Sunset Boulevard, I really love that movie. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Me too, Gloria Swanson. Me too. Where was I? All right, the murky backstory of a classic cocktail. Now, the fine folks at Liquor.com did some digging and found a recipe for the Brown Derby in George Buzz's book, Hollywood Cocktails, which was published in 1933. Ah, but three years prior to that, British bartender Harry Craddock included a recipe for an identical concoction called the De Rigueur cocktail in the Savoy cocktail book. Now, did Buzza lift Craddock's creation and change its name? If so, bad Buzza. Bad, bad buzzer. Well, it seems pretty far-fetched. Perhaps the explanation is that two different bartenders in two different countries just happen to conceive the same cocktail around the same time. Hell, if the enduring popularity of Simon Cowell has taught us anything, it's that anything's possible. It says here you work as a wedding singer. I was. <laughs> How many ended in divorce? Dick. But enough with this. Let's commence with making a brown derby. To do so, you're going to need the following bar tools. A shaker, a strainer, and a cocktail glass. As for ingredients, well, one and a half ounces of fine bourbon. You're going to need a half ounce of honey syrup, which is one part honey, one part hot water, dissolved together. Also going to need one ounce of freshly squeezed grapefruit juice. And don't even think about using juice from concentrate. Just no. No! God, please, no! 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 Add the bourbon, grapefruit juice, and honey syrup to a shaker with ice, and then... Come on, you know what comes next. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your food. Strain it into a cocktail glass and express the oil from a grapefruit twist over the drink. 
and drop said twist into the drink as a garnish and voila, you got yourself a brunch-worthy, edgy riff on a daiquiri that's tart, tangy, light, refreshing, and bippity-boopity-bop. A quick note about the key ingredient in the Brown Derby. According to another dear friend and bartending legend, Jeffrey Morgenthaler, bourbon kind of clashes with a lot of fruit juices. For instance, as Jeffrey eloquently puts it, bourbon and lime juice go together like red velvet cake and sardines. But what about grapefruit? Turns out it's a beautiful match for bourbon, so long as you add another ingredient that can bridge the gap between bourbon's sweet, earthy caramel flavors and grapefruit's acidic floral tang. And that ingredient is... Drumroll, please. Honey! And for the record, I happen to think red velvet cake and sardines sounds pretty tasty. No! God, please, no! 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 All right, fine. Remind you to follow me at the Imbiber on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast has an Instagram at WWD underscore podcast. Subscribe to that YouTube channel we talked about at the top of the show and live your best life. And now, as we're wont to do, I will leave you with a joke. A lion walks into a bar and says to the bartender, Hey, I'm looking for a job. Are you hiring? Bartender shakes his head and says, Uh, no, sorry. Why don't you try the circus? The confused lion replies, Why would the circus need a bartender? 